I see in Renab unafraid of beauty and grace. Welcome to the Legion of Renab, this 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. This is the special Cramwell Origins episode where we talk about Cramwell's origins. This episode is starring Tony, Winston, Bobby, and Clark. Please enjoy the episode. Are you ready? Flocka, come back! We love you! (laughs) If you love Flocka, set him free. Flocka, no! Flocka, Flocka! Alright, we're going to be doing a flashback going back in time. We are going to be... A DeLorean on back to, uh, I'd say maybe... We're Cramwell... Cramwell's mom tries to seduce him. No, Jesus. <laughs> maybe ten years ago? Maybe maybe a little less than that? Uh, timeline's a little bit scattered, who knows? Uh, but it is about a certain Barty Bard, so... Cleric-y cleric? Barty cleric. Here is a little bit of background. Bards are useful. I swear. <laughs> In the land of Renob, a bard has many jobs. A bard must perform, a bard must be a mediator, a bard must be a historian, and most of all, a bard must entertain. There are many places in Renob to learn the skill of a bard. There's the Bard College of the Stone Drum, a College of Swords, the School of the Herlock, College of Investigation, the School of the Boring Scribble, College of Lore. There are many different colleges of learning, but there is one known to all, in what considered to be the central city of Renob, known as Renob Egril, in Therum. This bustling, human-colonized city is an extremely cultured city of sordid history, now being led by a mad but benevolent king known as Tominius the Mad. Within this city is the most famous Bard College, the Bard University of Phoenix. The Bard University of Phoenix is the most comprehensive Bard college in all of Renov. There, all schools... It's accredited, we swear. (laughs) Oh no. They keep shutting it down, then it gets new light. Just change the phone number by one digit and we're fine. Get your education online! (laughs) All schools of the Bard are taught by various instructors. But being so famous, it also has very high standards, and many first years can barely get through year one. Only the brightest can succeed. So that doesn't really explain why half-elf Cramwell Emeluan is there. <laughs> and let's hear a little bit about our level one bards that we've created for this flashback. Let's start off with uh, Winston. My level one bard is named Dunkle. <laughs> the backup performer. <laughs> uh, 
Dunkel is kind of nerdy and Dunkel? plays by his own beat. Dunkel, Dunkel the desolator. He's heavily <laughs> shut up. He's, hev- <laughs> he's heavily inspired by Urkel. <laughs> um, and he, he he's kind of nerdy, but he uh, marches by the sound of his his own beat, which he makes using his shawm, which is kind of like a nerdy flute. <laughs> Sure. And, uh, that, that is Dunk- Dunkel, the gnomish backup performer. Okay. Oh, and he's a TA who's majoring in backup. Nice. One thing that is also important for a bard is their style. What does Dunkel wear? Medieval suspenders. <laughs> Made out of chainmail? Yeah. <laughs> High pants, medieval suspenders. You got it, dude. All right, Tony. <laughs> reminds me back in the day, like one of the earlier games of D&D we played, one of my friends made a character who was basically Duke Nukem and he had a chainmail wife beater. (laughs) 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 That can't be comfortable. I'm playing uh, Slam the Orc. Um, Oh, phew, we went opposite ends of the spectrum. He was uh, perhaps included into the college via clerical error or maybe as (laughs) Some type Wait, of like a cleric was doing the paperwork? Uh, perhaps. <laughs> or perhaps you. it was some cruel joke between the higher-ups in the university. The The excuse that they gave was that he was a good uh, slam poet, which he interpreted to be his new name. Um, so he is slam poet, the orc. Um, he is a good, good, good bard. I will tell you that much. His stats are great. <laughs> Okay, uh, how old is Slam? I sort of got the impression that uh, Dunkel was a little bit young. Uh, maybe, maybe this—the age of what a college student might be. Maybe early. Oh, what race is Dunkel, by the way? Did you mention that? He's a gnome. Uh, how- wait, Slam is a gnome? No, Dunkel. Yeah, Dunkel's a gnome. Dunkel is a gnome. Excellent. And Slam is. And he's a he's a TA, so he's kind of on the older end of the spectrum. <laughs> nice. That is funny to imagine a full-grown man working as a backup bard. Um, Slam, uh, how old is Slam? Is he older or is he younger? Uh, Slam tell you, but Slam forgot. Okay, nice. Okay, and uh, what is Slam wearing? Um, leather pants. That's, that's, that's it. it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we! I can't wait to see the cosplays. Oh, it's too sexy. All right, we have one final player in this game today. That's going to be Bobby. Bobby, tell us a little bit about who you're playing. I play against Cramwell and Elnuan. Uh He's very proud of himself. He's uh, just gotten to college, which he never thought would happen. So he hasn't been drinking for at least three hours. <laughs> Usually it's the reverse for college. Oh yeah, but he wants to succeed, or at least he thinks. Wow, he wants I to cannot succeed. wait to see where this goes. Like where this <laughs> Cramwell ends up. <laughs> he knows he's gonna make it through Bard College, or does he? Anyway, he's very proud of who he is, and he's wearing uh, normal Bard robes. <laughs> he's also a half elf. If you haven't been paying attention. 
Yes. And at the end, uh, he gets hit with a clerical <laughs> error and becomes half cleric. <laughs> <laughs> More like ninety percent cleric. He's he's bit by a radioactive cleric. <laughs> <laughs> the Zeno's there. Okay. I love how our group is basically like the uh, unused emojis in the emoji movie. <laughs> Wait, how so? Isn't that in the Emoji Movie, like, where they go... I haven't seen the Emoji Movie! <laughs> well, neither have I, but I saw it in the trailer. It's like, he's, like, exiled for being, like, an emoji with, him, like, emotions. So they go, and he hangs out with the nerds, which are, like, the unused emojis, like, the stupid ones. That's a pretty funny concept. Yeah, which is wrong, because they include the fucking eggplant emoji in that group. And I will tell you, the most no, used emoji is the eggplant emoji. Damn right. Oh, on my red bubble, I made a shirt that's just the eggplant emoji with, like, the blue <laughs> eye message around it. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, I thought that was pretty clever. It's a dick picture, but no one bought it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so, yeah, we are, we're getting right into this. So, this is not the beginning of the year. This is not the beginning of your Bard college career. Uh, it's about, I'd say, halfway through the first semester. Now... You guys have all been taking classes at this Bard College, and it is strenuous. And let me tell you, none of you, despite how hard you might be working or how light you might be drinking, is actually doing very well. You're all in the <laughs> in the lowest percentile of Bards in this college. <laughs> but shorts, they're fun and easy to wear. <laughs> Clark, are we throwing in something about trains? Like, that this is, this Bard Station instead of, like, sidewalks there's just trains everywhere? Yeah. Because We're gonna say you get everywhere by train. <laughs> and we'll put in some ambient sound to really get you into it. No, 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 how about this? How about this? Uh, how about each of the classes is on their individual train car? And oh, nice. Yes, they're on tracks surrounding this building at all times moving via magic uh, from one station to another picking up students and teaching classes within the car itself and these are rows and rows of chairs within train cars that go from station to station picking up and dropping off students you all are currently at the commissary are you guys at all acquainted with each other Kremble do you make friends well, you know, one of my biggest ideals is friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fully fleshed out character. <laughs> yeah. So, from that, uh, Winston, you're about to say something? I was going to say, uh, I could be the, I believe I'm the TA for uh, Slam and Cramwell. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, so, you guys are eating lunch in the commissary of the Bard University of Phoenix. Are you guys sitting together? Probably? We'll assume that you're yeah, sitting yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, I'm we're... sitting together because the uh, other students won't let me sit with them. I'm <laughs> sitting next to Cramwell because sometimes he forgets that he has food in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have my nose deep in a book, though I'm having trouble reading any words from it. <laughs> um, you guys are approached by a snot-faced human boy. Uh, not, uh, definitely, definitely a freshman like you guys, but a little bit younger, as a matter of fact. Probably looks like he doesn't belong here either. This is Remy. Remy is not a prodigy, but he is the best player of the theremin in all of Renob. 
<laughs> so he's, he gets good grades and he uh, attends here via pretty much merit alone. Remy approaches you three. It's like, uh, guys, did you see that weird guy who was like, that weird, like, older guy who was walking through the halls earlier? What, do you mean the one next to me or the one in front of me? Who, me? <laughs> Uh, no, uh, it wasn't, he was wearing, like, a, you know, you know, like, what an old school, like, jester wears? Glasses. Like, yeah, you know, like, with the hat and the bells? Yeah, the bells and the hat. And glasses? You, no glasses. <coughs> where, do you, where do you get this idea of glasses from? Well, I mean, he's old school, so he probably can't see very well. <laughs> and, and he does a face palm. He's like, I hate the College of Satire. <laughs> this just got out of Dad Jokes 101. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think he belonged here. He looks like he was, like was kind of skulking. Uh, do you guys want to try and help me find him? I, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get rewarded, but it might be good for some merit points. Merit points. Will they help to keep me? my scholarship up, I have to get enough merit events. Last last summer, I killed a bear. <laughs> Will they help me get my grades up to passing in a single class? Uh, I I well, let's hope. I I'm from I'm currently in the College of Investigation, so I think it should uh, we should be able to find him, no problem. And I'm Is definitely wearing like a Sherlock Holmes hat or anything. Uh, no, he's got a little badge with a Sherlock Holmes hat uh on it. And he's like, I'm training to become a Watson, you know. <laughs> uh, Remy leads you guys through the hall, and uh, he sort of leads you towards the area where he found the skulking man. Uh, you can see, this is your fairly average hallway. Uh, there is train tracks to the right of it, but to the left, it is well lit, there's plenty of windows, and you can see at the end of the hallway, there is a parked train car. That looks to belong to the superintendent of the school. All of a sudden, you hear a slam, uh, and not like slam, but like the, a slam come from the superintendent's office. Then you hear a second slam, then you see the doors burst wide open. Uh, you see two of the school's security pulling out a jester-looking figure Looks to be a little bit older than you guys, and he's, like, fighting against these guys, putting his hands towards the superintendent's office and yelling, HARMONICA! (laughs) 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 And uh, he's putting up a quite obvious fight as these security guards are pulling him away. And inside, you can see Superintendent Harmonica looking down on him and just shaking her head in disappointment. Can you put, like, some, uh, <laughs> like, the Seinfeld baseline leading up to that? <laughs> Boys, I don't it's think really his cool. tuition went through. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Superintendent Harmonica notices you staring as they're pulling Barry the Bard out of the, uh, college. <laughs> and she points at you three and is like, You three, come over here this instant. And you, yes, uh, I'm and, coming. Uh, and um, the the theremin playing Remy is like, I don't think she's talking about me, and sort of skulks away. <laughs> um, and she uh, motions you to enter the superintendent's office. I enter. I enter. Also, if you want to know more about that bizarre gesture character, <laughs> check out Tony's stash today. <laughs> Mister Baloney's got a stash. Mister Baloney's <laughs> eating ass. 
<laughs> Stop it. A man, a man's got to eat, and Barry loves eating man. And a man <laughs> a plan a canal of Tony eats ass. Let's go. Beat bop. Oh Jesus, fuck. Okay, so. You guys uh, enter the superintendent's office. It is very clean, organized, and you see tons and tons of pictures of this very superintendent all across the walls, as well as she's holding a different instrument, uh, every one of them. And as you enter the room, the door slams behind you, and she motions you to sit in front of her imposing desk. Madam, your desk is imposing. (laughs) Oh, yes, you're one of the, uh, satire boys, right? Well, I don't mean to impose. Sit down. Impose you shall. And I sit. (laughs) I sit. Uh, yes. What are you doing, Slam? You just standing in the background? (laughs) (laughs) The roleplay in this episode is so far fantastic. (laughs) This this fucking voice, like, if I, I can't, I don't think I can do a conversation with it. Like, I have to have pre-prepared statements. (laughs) This this voice might be changing quick. Just just keep saying, three statements for you. You use these the whole time. Chain metal shirt shaves. (laughs) That's a good one. Say, the economy is bad. Just, just say it as a response to things. The, the economy is bad. Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't like parties when when the X to Y raced you always off. I, I really... I, 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 yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Well, it's time for parties when I have so much studies to do. <laughs> mm, okay, you three. Well, I am glad you were able to visit me. I've been summoning you here for quite some time, but it appears my messages have gone off the rails and then the cart uh, that she's currently in starts moving uh, and (laughs) the whole room starts moving around you. Oh, look, boys. We need to talk about your current academic performance. And she pulls out uh, portfolios with each of you in them. (laughs) Um, And she, uh, she looks at you, Slam. Yours is actually fairly empty. Uh, She opens it and a single piece of paper falls out. She picks Just it up. like his head. <laughs> you made the joke. Good. You made the joke for me. Slam, dear boy, you uh, have not turned in a single assignment since you began here. Oh, Slam, oh, Slam, oh, Slam. Oh, Slam, oh, Slam. Oh, Slam. Why, Slam? Oh, Slam. S- sometimes Slam me get hungry, so Slam me need eat and Slam they give Food to slam, so slam eat. Are you saying you ate your own homework? Is that what you're implying? <laughs> a slam ate his homework. <laughs> slam no remember what slam eat for breakfast. Slam eat, breakfast. Slam eat food. <laughs> I tried to give him my answers to copy off of, but he just ate it. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yes, well... This is not going well, uh, Dunkel, dear boy. Yes, madam. So, being a backup musician infers that you are backing up someone. In your backup studies, it appears that you have not gotten a person to back up yet. Oh, no, I, I, I keep I keep outshining them and usurping the stage. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to background. 
Yeah, but but being in the background involves actually listening to you know other people's criticisms and yes, following yes, their lead. Yes, I know. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> also, that chainmail just looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, but ever so fascinable, and he like bounces them, <sighs> like you know, like pulls on his suspenders stylishly. <laughs> she pulls out a chalkboard. This chalkboard has several marks on it. It sort of pulls out of the wall, sort of like one of those, you know, teachers used to pull projector screens. Mm-hmm. On the top of the chalkboard, there is a snowflake. There is 17 marks on this. She looks at you and puts on an 18th mark and puts the chalkboard back. Yes. Well, lovely. Uh, Cramwell? Yes? Everything, really. Drinking, excessively. On and in classrooms, assignments turned in, you might say half-assed, or you might say not-assed at all. Well, you see... Uh, Don't let Slam at it, he'll eat up all the ass. Yeah, I had to, uh, 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 I had to, uh, write my own homework because Slam ate the original? <laughs> What? Yeah, Sometimes so- Cranwell forget he have food in front of him. <laughs> so- Are you implying that Cranwell ate his secondary homework? I, uh, Slam sla- sla- ate the homework that I was giving to him to, uh, copy the, uh, answers off of, so I had to <laughs> take new paper and write new homework. Unfortunately, I did not know the questions, so I made my own. <laughs> yes, you made your own. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and she pulls out a piece of paper, and she says, hmm, let me see. And this this very well-dressed, uh, well-kept brunette human woman, a little, a little older in years, maybe early 40s, uh, puts on glasses and uh, looks at her paper, and it's like... Alright, so history, uh, which is an important part of Bard's studies, mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. put in questions about an East East Empire, which <laughs> doesn't make s- sense. That's not a place. Yes, it is. That's- it's the East past the East. Please? <laughs> <laughs> makes what? sense to slam. <laughs> What? It makes more sense than an east-west empire. <laughs> what is east? It- Slam, are you see? How did you get in here? Slam, it's what bread rises in. Oh. oh. Yeast just fuck. <coughs> no. Boys, no. You don't have enough time to improve your ranks. Dunkel... Barely, just barely, you might be able to pass by if you find someone to understudy for. But no, Slam, you're not gonna make it. Cramwell, you can't. And she holds up the piece of paper with all the facts about the East East Empire. On the bottom of it, there's the symbol of the East East Empire. Please explain what that is. Oh, you know. You just gotta gotta, uh, go back and listen. Go back I don't where, think that Bobby? episode will have aired yet. <laughs> Potentially not. Bobby, what is the symbol of the East East Empire? Uh, peanut butter chocolate flavor? <laughs> no. What is the symbol of the East East Empire? <laughs> what is the king's first name? Uh, uh, <laughs> Chaplin? 
All right. So you and <laughs> she puts down the paper. Cramwell, you're not gonna make it. I, I have full faith in your ability to completely fail. So I hope you enjoyed your first semester here. If you do not pass any of your classes, that's gonna be it. But, 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 Miss Kazoo, this is all I have. <laughs> I have nothing else. I, I, I can't return. I can't return back to the, uh, the old, the old. Please. East, East Empire? <laughs> Is that where you're from, Grandma? Because I remember looking at the forms that you signed, and she pulls out the forms, and uh, it says birthplace question mark, question mark, question mark, <laughs> which is not really a valid answer. Well, I, I, I managed to make it into this school, so shouldn't that mean something to you, Superintendent? <laughs> that is a terrific point. How did you make it into this school? Well, you see, man's it was uh, me and the principal. Uh, <laughs> we were at the local bar. He didn't, he didn't know that I was underage. We sat there and had a drinking contest. I said, winner gets to go to college. He says he owns a college. Win-win. Bam-bam. <laughs> she looks at you, and she pushes up her glasses, and her mouth is just a gape. <laughs> what? what was that? What what did you being underage have to do with any of that? Well, you see, uh, I used it as a method of extortion. I mean, influence. I mean, friendship. <laughs> and that's how I got into the school. <laughs> extortion. Let's have a drinking contest. I'm going to blackmail you even if you win. <laughs> you, would you really want to be the head of a local college who beat a child in a drinking contest? Haha, <laughs> 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 got you. Let me into your school. <laughs> the worst part is he didn't even win. <laughs> she, oh, is, she is just a gape. Oh. Hi, gape. I'm Cramwell. <laughs> Get out! I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> she points at the doors, and the doors swing open, and she hits a button on her desk, and she says, uh, "Rosemary, please call in the principal." <laughs> and you guys are forced to leave. We briefly interrupt this absolute nonsense to bring you a brief ad from the Force Majeure podcast. Give them a listen. Force Majeure is an actual play Star Wars podcast, following groups of emergent Force sensitives trying to survive on the Outer Rim against everything the galaxy can throw at them. So if you're after action, adventure, and a good old sense of humour, come and give us a try. You can find us wherever you find the rest of your podcasts, and that's Force Majeure, M-A-J-E-U-R-E. We're also online at www.forcemajeurepod.com and you can find us generally on Twitter at Force Majeure Pod. May the Force be with you. And that was the Force Majeure Podcast, the Star Wars podcast. I think it's our first Star Wars related bump we ever did. So, awesome guys, thanks so much and please go support them too. They're at Force Majeure, that's M-A-J-E-U-R-E, pod. Dot lib, L-I-B-S-Y-N, dot com.
go check them out and enjoy the rest of this complete cluster truck. After being summarily uh, ejected from the superintendent's office, go back into the hallway, find that Remy's no longer there. Instead, you see the preppy boys from Psy Figma Minotaur <laughs> with their tennis rackets and their sneering glances. They look at you as you exit. <laughs> well, well, it looks like you'll be kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you go fuck yourself. We think you should get kicked <laughs> Oh, yes, your threats definitely scare me. I'm part of the College of the Sword. <laughs> Tell you what, we have some inns in the, uh, uh, teacher's area. We can make it so you all pass a class if you do something for us. Oh, boy, we're desperate. We're desperate, Quaymoil and Slam. Fine. I'm so desperate. What do you come dumpsters want? We think slam no slam that way, but okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Oh Jesus. Uh, I'm going to maybe cut the uh, insult, but I can't really tell at this point. Probably. Which do you dirty sock boys want? Can we take it again? Uh, Cramwell, can you call them a bunch of uh, dirty ass eaters? Come on, keep it clean. Kids might be listening. <laughs> Listen here, you clump-gunfling ass eaters. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, hell. Okay, well. <laughs> uh, and he raises his tennis racket and puts it behind his back. You boys, uh, did you happen to see a picture of the superintendent in there with a kazoo? Kazoo? We need that picture for our own devious purposes, you see. Uh, he looks at you guys. If you're able to steal the kazoo picture, we'll get you an A in gym. Wow. Why do you, an a in why do you gym? need the picture? And he looks at his fellow, uh, sneery boys and he's like, oh. Well, I, Waddles Cogsworth III, being of sound mind and pure body, won't tell you a fucking thing. We just need it. Listen, we all have different editions, uh, 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 impressions of erotica. So, I will not partake. And you hear from down the hall as the, as the back door slam open, Harmonica! And you see him once again pulled back by security. There's now four surrounding this <laughs> oh, struggling no. jester. This, this school is getting dangerous. <laughs> yeah, they like let anyone in nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> he eyes Cramwell. <laughs> so let's steal that picture. Yes, let's steal the picture. <laughs> Did we see the picture? It was was it in the superintendent's uh, cab or car or whatever? Yes, there are. There was pictures of her all across the walls, wielding different instruments. There was most certainly one, a very small one, of a kazoo. Okay, all right, fellas, I think we should go to the cab. You're just gonna walk in there okay. and take it? Yeah. Uh, Why not? Usually, the direct method is the best one. Oh. I was going to go through a window, but yes. Uh, I'm just gonna go through the front door like a civilized human being. (laughs) Or a civilized (laughs) half-elf. But boys, there's one thing we must do to prepare for this. Yes? Shots! 
<laughs> Kreml, do you have shots? Hey, rich boys, can you uh, can you give us some shots so we can get ready to roll? <laughs> I don't do any grand larceny or theft without some pregame. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Chumley, hand them the sifter. And they give you a sifter, a snifter, if you will, of uh, some sort of very potent-smelling hooch. I chug it down. As the other two watch on in horror as their shots are robbed from them. <laughs> constitution saving throw? <laughs> That's a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Slam kind of does that thing where his lips go towards the glass and then he kind of follows it over only to see that Kramel's <laughs> drinking it. <laughs> All right, boys! <laughs> <laughs> so you're just walking into the superintendent's office? Uh, walk is a strong word. <laughs> Where's your constitution saving throw, by the way? Ooh, 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 ooh. Constitution saving throw. Bards are good at those, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Fourteen. So you guys all head to the, uh, or Kreml, you are inebriated. Uh, you take, uh, minus two to all stealth checks, athletics checks, and, uh, acrobatics checks. As you now have a plan, you see a train car in front of you, that is the superintendent's office. Um, the principal is now exiting said office. He looks at you, Cramwell, he says, You said you would tell! You, 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 I'm failing, Jim! <laughs> <laughs> and if I don't pass Jim, then I don't pass Jim. <laughs> Wait, do do I know what what Cramwell wasn't supposed to tell? Yes, he yeah. said it right in front of me. Yeah, I I forget a lot has happened. <laughs> he said <laughs> the drinking contest. He said he got it into a oh, drinking contest of course, with I the, forgot principal. That was the principal. That was my yeah, uh, so this this chubby mustachioed uh, uh, human man with uh, bright ginger hair wearing uh, regular principal robes <laughs> runs towards you, Cramwell, in a fury. Uh, roll for initiation. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, slam got a, a 21. Oh, no. Slam got a slam. I got a 19. Wait, what am I rolling? I didn't hear, uh... Initiative. Oh, I, I totally missed them. I don't know if it cut out or I just, uh... I wonder how many of our fans that just annoys the living hell out of... Which, 12. initiative or initiation? Call it, calling initiative initiation. <laughs> they haven't written in yet. It's like Chris started saying that incorrectly and then I just stuck. I think it's like it's a fun little inside joke that we can put on a t-shirt and monetize. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously have a strange idea of fun. The economy of money is these fun. t-shirts is excellent. Power is power. All right, uh, Cramwell, the principal's running at you, uh, arms windmilling like a, a fighting child. Windmill? Yes, he's windmilling his arms at you, fists. Fists and, and arms flying everywhere as he's running towards Cramwell. Slam, you're actually first in the order, though. Classic <laughs> principal fighting technique. Uh, Cramwell, what do? What you gotta do is put me in front of the I nearest- I cut him in half. <laughs> uh, I roll... Uh, 23 on attack. <laughs> roll me damage. 
What are you attacking with? Uh, a long sword with two hands. <laughs> That'll be ten damage. Uh, with intent to damage, you say? That's ten damage total, yeah. Uh, with intent to kill? the <laughs> kind of half? Did I hear that correctly? You mean there are other ways to kill people without cutting <laughs> them in half? You cut this man in half! <laughs> so, oh no! You, oh no! You kill the friend circle! His legs still run a little bit towards Crabble, then flop to the ground. <laughs> hey, hey, he didn't say which way he put him. Not the Murdar copyright infringement way. <laughs> it could what? just be one leg. <laughs> no defense, I don't usually play like this, please. <laughs> it's a one off! It's a one-off, as the principal is now supremely dead. <laughs> the <laughs> the schoolboys behind you go, Oh, no! <laughs> what are you crying about? That man couldn't hold his liquor. <laughs> <laughs> and the superintendent's office doors fly open, and she's like, Me in College of Swords now. <laughs> <laughs> superintendent, superintendent, it was that that yelling man, that horrible yelling man that kept yelling your name. <laughs> oh, roll me a deception check. <laughs> Better you than me. All right. <laughs> so yeah, critical uh, fail. Do bugs typically have seventeen in strength? Bards no. Bards generally don't. <laughs> so th this is why you haven't heard from uh, uh, Dunkle in future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's let's lay the scene here. Uh, you are next to a trash bin. Uh, there's a bunch of lockers to your left. Uh, in front of you, uh, there are we is on a train car? <laughs> you are not. Uh, you're in a hallway uh -oh. that's next to a, a group of train cars that are passing by you. As you see in front of you, the superintendent has flung her doors open from the stationary train car that is her office to see that this uh, ginger principal has been cut in half by a longsword, who uh, Slam is now standing over, uh, covered in his blood, his legs a little bit farther than his torso, and uh, Cramwell is currently inebriated, stumbling uh, Can I, uh... In, in front of a bunch of <laughs> frat boys with tennis rackets who look completely horrified. How, Is that a good picture? How could that gesture man do this? <laughs> Is that your attempt to deceive? I want to. I want to shuffle over to the body. Okay. And I want to pick up one half and try to try to put it in the trash can. <laughs> So, you hear footsteps down the hall uh, as as oh, no, alarms no. begin to blare as you shove this man's torso in the trash. Just the top. He forgets the legs, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Legs don't matter, obviously. Um, you three are expelled and possibly killed if my guards have anything to say about it. No! But the back... Backup performing is all I've ever dreamed of. <laughs> My career. You're gonna be a backup in prison. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Gollum is understanding <laughs> that principal attempted to assault us. It Slam was acting in self-defense. <laughs> we already know he was corrupt. He let this lunatic in through a drinking contest. <laughs> he kept calling me cute. It was kind of fun watching those legs run up for a while. <laughs> please, Superintendent, please. Do you see how he I was like not a good man. person. He tried to kiss me. His arms were still swinging, and he. Art school sucks. <laughs> okay. End episode. No, 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 no. There's still something else I want to do. Okay, you three are. Cr- <laughs> <laughs> you three are currently standing over this murder victim, and you see from a window to your right, it flies open, and there you see Remy. All right, boys, uh, time to go, time to go, time to go, it's time you leave. To the west! Uh, <laughs> as you, uh, Remy issues you out the window as you hear guards quickly approaching. My Scooby-Doo run out the window. What floor are we on? You are currently on the th- uh, second floor. Oh, oh boy, this is dangerous! <laughs> but I, I jump out. <laughs> I grab the legs real quick and I jump out. <laughs> Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Look for his wallet. <laughs> oh no! I gotta it's hide. Like a murder I gotta, Lenny combo. I gotta hide the body. It's just I'm like, so <laughs> dumb, I don't really hide it well. There's blood everywhere still. They know that I did it, but he's got like, no this weird... Remember the rule. No body, no crime. Half a body, half the crime. <laughs> um, we can only chase- get a half-life sentence. <laughs> Just a moment. I'm going to pull up the chase mechanics real quick. We haven't done that in a while. Man's gotta eat. <laughs> Bar school sucks. <laughs> Tony's gotta eat that ass. <laughs> oh no, that's why I took the legs. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Very dire. <laughs> This is an ass-eating family. Uh, okay, so you guys uh, head out the window. I'm going to need three athletics or acrobatics saving or uh, checks. Oh, let me tell you about athletics checks, my friend. <laughs> oh boy, that's not appropriate for the podcast. <laughs> let me tell you about uh, 25 athletics. Uh, yeah, that's a 25 for athletics. 19. <laughs> All right, damn. Cramwell, you do get a minus two. Actually, let's get rid of that minus two and just give you a straight disadvantage. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 13. Okay, so you all jump out the window. Uh, you land like a superhero uh, slam. Uh, you land like a cheerleader, Dunkle. And you land like a pancake, Cramwell. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, go team! Team Gunkle. Cramwell, uh, you slam your face into the pavement and you take three damage. Oh! <laughs> I only have some health left. Remember oh, in the right, Harry Potter books where, like, you always want to know more about Voldemort and finally, like, they reveal his history and it's, like, dark and mysterious and has all these cool perils to stuff now? Yeah, this isn't anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did Voldemort ever cut somebody in half? (laughs) (laughs) You guys jump out of the window, and Remy is chasing after you guys as you begin a chase. So, we are going to keep the same order as we had previously. There are now guards on your tail. Uh, Slam, 
you can run and dash, or you could attempt to make spell spells and attacks, or of course you can do nothing and just stand there and check his wallet. Um, I'm gonna like quickly just ditch the legs. I don't need these. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you throw them in a bush. Yeah, just like in a bush somewhere, like trying to <laughs> like how an idiot would hide evidence. Um, yeah. Uh, so we're on pavement right now, right? Oh uh, yeah, you're on pavement. Yes. Okay, well that takes that What's away. the surrounding area? What are we running through? You are currently in a very urban environment. This is the very outside of the college, so you can tell there's a few uh, pubs, uh, a sort of crowded walkway of several curious onlookers who notice you jump out of a fucking window, as well as uh, you can smell there's some food stands down the street where most of the school who's too cool for the cafeteria gets its vittles. Uh, so if I choose to do, like, an action or attack instead of just running, is that going to slow me down? Yeah. But that's the idea, because mm. it'll also slow down your pursuers. God is blessed! <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll just... I'll just start off by running. You got it. Okay, you just get on out of there, Dunkel. I cast... T's hideous laughter. I think there's a full name for T, but the app I'm using shortens it. Tasha's. Tasha's. I, I learned this from Tasha. It's called <laughs> Dunkle's hideous laughter. Uh. All right. <laughs> Wisdom saves. Yeah. There are currently four guards you can currently see giving chase here. Uh, and they all fail. What's your what's your DC? Twelve. Yeah, they all fail. The group of guards that was about to jump out the window begins going ha 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 ha. Do they copy my laugh? <laughs> yeah. Ha ha ha. Um. Right, fellas. I think I think that that should get them. Where are we going, Remy? <laughs> you hear alarms blare as you see several knights start galloping towards the school. Looking to be wearing the guard of the Therum National Guard, heading towards the Bard University of Phoenix. That's probably a coincidence. <laughs> Where are we going, Remy? I didn't get this far. We're running. Uh, and he just. Why begins are you to- helping us? Oh, because I definitely wanted him dead. Let's get out of here, huh? Ruh, ruh. It was all part of my master plan. You see, as he keeps running, uh, as you're running through the crowded city streets, what? as the knights begin pursuing you. See, this was El- I-, I got Cramwell into the school because I knew he'd eventually kill the principal. How did you get him into school? Uh, well, Slam I, uh, kill principal. The only reason he, he, he killed him is because uh, he was mad at Cramwell, right? So, yeah. Uh, how did I get Cramwell into school? Well, it's a long story involving a lot of different twists and turns, but mostly uh, I just used my power as part of the College of Whispers. Uh, to make him think that Cramwell was an old man, an old friend, and then they had a drinking game. I thought game. you were from the College of Deduction or something. Ha <laughs> ha, no! Yeah, that was cool. Oh, it was a lie! Oh. Yes! Being part of the College of Whispers gives you a lot of abilities to lie. Or kill, or steal someone's soul. Speaking of which, uh, never mind, let's go. As he keeps running through the city streets. Yes, but... Why would you want to have me in this school anyway? I mean, I know I'm the best, but I'm just curious. I wanted to hear it from your mouth. Uh, he is uh, flip-flopping between the crowds of people. 
as knights are currently giving chase now and can clearly see you running and slam covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> I assume uh, carrying around a, a pair of legs does not make you clean, but I could be wrong. Oh, I mean, I ditched the legs. Yeah, but you did pick up a pair of legs. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Roll back the footage. <laughs> I ate the legs. <laughs> well, he started eating the ass, and then the rest followed. <laughs> oh, Jesus, fuck. Then my mouth was wide open, and it all fell in. <laughs> oh, gosh. Just cut the whole episode. I'm just cutting the whole episode. It's gone. <laughs> This fucking, this is insane. I've, I've always said I was the tie of the group, that without me, the group falls apart. Turns out it's Chris! <laughs> well, we were able to do the, the Buffins episode pretty easily. That's true. So the secret sauce is we need Chris, but we can't have Bobby. <laughs> or we don't need Chris if we have Bobby. Maybe. Or we do need Chris if we have Bobby. They're in Satanist. Right over <laughs> each, other. each other. It's yeah, an it's, acid in a base. Yeah, exactly. Just opposite sides. Bobby of the crazy interacting spectrum. with Bobby feels like you're taking acid. Yeah, that's rude. <laughs> and uh, Chris is like a hope base. Uh, I don't got Bobby, anything good for that. Gr- you're great, and I'm glad you're part of the show. I'm gonna Thank give you. you a big ass wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to those non-ass wedgies. You guys are chased by knights. Uh, the knights on their horses are much quicker than you as you fly through the crowd. Uh, you all split up in separate directions as you lose Remy from the college whispers in the crowd as he disintegrates without you knowing his master plan. Cranwell's <laughs> 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 so arch enemy is like is like vague and confusing. That's so perfect. <laughs> Curse you, asshole! <laughs> like, it sounds exactly like something if you ask Cranwell, like, who's your arch enemy? would be like, ah, some guy who, ah, he, he got me into college to get me kicked out, then he disintegrated. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> my dog is George Clooney! <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, you know those, those college movies in the 80s where they do Where Are They Now? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like Animal House. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, this is what we're gonna do. First, we're gonna do Slam, then we're gonna do Dunkle, and then uh, I'm going to do Cramwell, because right. we already know where he is now. So, <laughs> what the fuck? This was the, this was the weirdest origin story ever! <laughs> it raised more questions than it answered! <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> Like, I am more confused. <laughs> uh, is that not? I was. I really wanted to know about Cramble's past. This is nothing. This is. He went to school for a day and someone died. <laughs> of natural causes. Oh, don't worry. Uh, I sort of assumed this would kind of happen, but I should have definitely planned more. Sorry, sorry, boys. I hope you had a good time. Oh, plenty of laughs had in this closet. Oh, God. I'm sitting okay. on the toilet. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, wait. I need proof of this. Flush the toilet. <laughs> Why? I was trying to avoid the sound of trains. <laughs> What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I 
on the toilet for an hour and okay. 15 minutes. <laughs> Flash forward five minutes, Slam is cut down by a bunch of knights. Is that is that your backstory? Yeah, that's it's like where are they now? It, it, it fades into like a, a dream sequence, but the dream sequence is only like five minutes in the future. <laughs> Slam was cut down almost instantly by a bunch of knights. Yeah, it's, like, you, it's like you see him running, the it fades into that the dream wave effect, and then it fades back in, and he's still running. He just gets cut down. He just gets, he just gets galloped down. Yeah, he's just trampled. <laughs> Alright, uh, uh, Dunkle. Dunkle had to give up his dream of being a background performer after no college would accept him. Uh, to his deep depression and sadness, he now performs front and center of his own headlining show <laughs> five nights a week. <laughs> and it, um, the, it shows, and like, it fades. It shows, like, Dunkle crying and running through tears, and he has, like, half of a blood splatter on his face, and it fades into him just, like, playing his, uh, shawm on a stage, really sad, and there's just this crowd erupting <laughs> around him. Screaming crowd? It's like, it's like you're backstage, right? You're backstage, and, uh, your, your significant other at the time's like, Dunkle, are you okay? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> you get out on stage in the crowds. He's such a good. He's such a good performer. You can really feel his emotion. Dunkle, dunkle, dunkle. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, okay, Bobby. Where is Barry the Bard right now? <laughs> Barry the Bard made a life for himself. Made a family in his heart. Oh, Oh, good news. Barry the Bard can be seen eating people on the shores of new beaches, crying out every night like a werewolf to the full moon, crying out, Harmonica! Why? He's working for a new dungeon to hide in, so that way he can feel once again home, alone, eating the flesh of nude people. Oh, Jesus, God. <laughs> Tony Stash, <laughs> Volume 2. Available now. Not now. Well, not it's Volume be later. 2. Volume 1, though, if you want to listen to it. Jesus, fuck. Volume 2 will be ready directly after this. No, it won't. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yes. Netflix. We announce it, then release it that night. <laughs> um... Uh, uh, Headmistress Harmonica went on to continue running the college. Uh, despite the fact the principal died, he was kind of a weird guy anyway. Uh, her picture was never stolen by those frat punks, and we never <laughs> did know why the fuck they wanted it. <laughs> it's probably better that way. Probably. I hope they have better security and, like, better, uh, interviews. <laughs> uh, and we go back to Cranwell. Cranwell just got done bobbing and weaving through the crowd and eventually slammed his head into a wooden sign and fell unconscious. He then awoke not long after. It's now around the afternoon and he was surrounded by several men in fairly ordinary bland cleric robes. You wake up to find yourself clad in this cleric robe, your barred outfit once soaked in blood 
now gone, and you are approached by what looks to be the head of this clerical group. Inebriate, would you mind telling me your name? The name Cramwell Amelnuan of the East East Empire. Cramwell Amelnuan of the East East Empire, I present you this chowder. And he hands you a, a bowl of chowder. This chowder symbolizes your future. Read the clams. Read the clams, Cramwell. I read the clams. Oh, the clams don't tell you anything. You will learn soon, my son, the powers of Jonathan Fitzgerald Kennedy <laughs> and all of his clerical might. <laughs> and soon, very soon, you will find yourself in his embrace of his massive scaly arms. Rise, Brother Cramwell. <laughs> you will soon learn to see. You will soon. soon <laughs> you will soon. You will soon learn to read the clams. I will learn to read the clams. Oh. Tony eats ass. And that's the end of the episode, everybody. Yay! We did it! I want to apologize to everyone. Am I alive right now? Am I, am I like, breathing? Are you what? Oh, oh thank god, I haven't been recording. <laughs> Are you what? <laughs> am I breathing? breathing? <laughs> it's a fever oh, wait, dream. Is, yeah, this, this, whole, this whole plot was a fever dream, yes. I feel like we, we were in Inception and went inside Bobby's head. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all, it's all clown paintings and and <laughs> you're on the outer rim. You're getting there. And it was at that very point I found myself face first in a bowl of clam chowder. What? 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 Wait, so you went to college. Yeah. A man got murdered. Yeah. Um, and you got kicked at and, and there was a a, a school of religious people with chowder? And that's how we're ending it? Yeah. Surrounded by cultists. They gave me the bowl. They said, drink of this bowl. Don't ask what you can do for this bowl, but ask what this bowl can do for you. <laughs> what the hell? What are you drinking, little paint? <laughs> so they scooped me the clam chowder and... And I, 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 I took the spoon, I swirled it a little bit, it looked mostly like clam chowder. I had failed every dream and goal in my life up to that point, so I chowed down on that chowder. You know that's why they call it chowder? Because you chowder down on it? Just an interesting little fact for you guys. Oh my gosh, we need two wagons. Does this have to do with Clamwell, or no? Who the hell do you know about Herman? 
Uh, but I think that uh, Murdar, I think that was Plick Pluck's orange. Never mind. I, I, I want to say. Wait. No, no, I Come think on, he was you know Porter. cats have names that sound and rhyme like that. I, I thought he was. Wait. Explain the Prince of the Deep Sea Empire part again. <laughs> In the beginning, there was nothing. And Guys, he's just drinking paint. Too far back. <laughs> Six singularities called the Infinity Stones. <laughs> 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 I don't where I dig it there. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hey, thanks for listening to the Legion of Renob Cramwell Origins, a special episode of the Desert of the Demilich. I don't have any fancy outro for you this time. What I do have, however, is like a lot of cut content from this episode. As you can probably tell, it was a bit of a clusterfuck. Uh, I underplanned uh, for the what was going down, and the players weren't really prepared for that sort of high planning that I was like having them do. So we sort of streamlined it right before the ad for Force Majeure, which is a podcast you should definitely check out. There was a. Uh, there was like 14 minutes of us doing something completely different, and then I decided to scrap it all just because it didn't make any goddamn sense. So I'll show you, you'll hear a little bit of that. Um, I hope you enjoyed it anyway. I know it was a little bit of a sloppier episode, but we have some very exciting content this month, and following this month, a very special arc, which I know you'll enjoy. So thank you for continuing to listen to the Legion of Renab. Thank you for your patience. I know these episodes have sort of been scattered around these last few weeks here. I just moved and got a new job, so we're still sort of dealing with that. But yeah, we really appreciate you fans. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have an excellent week. Bye. Using his, uh... Ah, oh, shoot, cut out my pause because I forgot what his... No, it's fine. Is it instrument is a, a drum? <laughs> no, it's what the it's the weird flute thing, and I don't the know if it on my sheet. Oh, I found it. Ew, grow up. He makes his own beat. He beats his own skin flute. Jesus, it's a shawm. <laughs> Tony, Tony, and the ass. Clark, come on! Oh, throw up. Sorry, yeah. Um, this is going to just be a big old cutting mess. I can't wait. Fourteen, you say? <laughs> but 14. think of the post credits, Clark. Think of the post credits. <laughs> this whole episode is going to be post credits. <laughs> like the episode's going to end like thirty minutes in, and then like an hour is going to be left on the recording. <laughs> Wow, that was a short episode. What the hell is going to be in the post credits? Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Wow, those Bono boys have really been phoning it in recently. This is the best episode ever. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm I'm I, I'm glad Danielle wasn't here for this one. <laughs> I, I feel like she would have fit in. <laughs> yeah.
The murder. You know what's the saddest part about this? This is the most murder hobo the episode. And the <gasps> and resident no murder hobo is here. Yeah, resident murder hobo isn't here. Now, uh, all right, Han, like at the very end of this episode, after all this insaneness and stuff that doesn't make sense and like poor decisions, it should like zoom out and then it's Cramwell telling the rest of the crew his life story. <laughs> well drawn. <laughs> yeah. And then he cut him in half. <laughs> and that's how I became the president of the United States of America. <laughs> and my school is on a train. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so, choo choo. So, as you guys exit, Remy up, uh, appears from the nearby trash can. Uh, so, uh, how'd it go? Did you do okay? She say lot word. Something something east. You know east. bread rises from east? No, that's the sun. The sun rises from the east. Oh, oh. Mm. Well, basically, none of us are doing good academically, and I kind of forget everything because I got hit with the biggest wave of nonsense by, by Quamwell over here. Well, uh, here's the thing. Uh, I don't know if you were paying attention at all, but she said I was doing great. I'm going to graduate <laughs> early, and that's why you'll never see me again. <laughs> Roll me a deception check, Kremel. And that's the story we're gonna stick with. <laughs> Hold on, let me look at my let me look at my stats. Uh, I got a uh, eighteen or twenty twenty five. I mean. 25. 25? Oh, yeah. Wow! That's like, or is everyone, anyone's ever graduated in this school? That's amazing! <laughs> you've, you've been here a week! <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I'm the master of college. The leader <laughs> over all colleges. Anyway, oh, man. was there some important plot info you were here to give us? <laughs> Well, no, if you're leaving, we gotta do something great. We gotta party on. We yeah. gotta do something. Or maybe I should, uh, hit the books. Party, yes, party. Right, yeah. Uh, is anybody invited? Uh, he looks at you up and down. Because I'm good friends with, uh, Mr. Graduate Early over here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Cramwell, graduate early? <laughs> Slam hugs Cramwell. Yeah, okay, yeah. I have an idea, boys. I have something that's gonna put our names up in infamy. You know what? We're gonna do a a prank of a lifetime. Oh, a prank of a lifetime? That's totally good for a graduating senior like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, my my scholarship. All of Tony's characters are ass eaters. I don't know if it's come up yet. <laughs> it's it's in the secret coffee table book we'll release in a few years. <laughs> well, under his character traits, it's like loves nature, uh, hates being civilized. <laughs> I was eating that. <laughs> uh, Clark, cut all oh, this, please. Man. Oh no. Um. So. Oh no! Only the most sophisticated ass years are allowed in this prestigious university. You you are in a uh. <laughs> we use a knife and fork. <laughs> Only oh, organic God. farm raised ashes will do. Oh God! Locally sourced, guys. Grass fed. 
<laughs> Grass-fed ass? <laughs> you know, when when you're hitchhiking, there's, they're like, gas grass or ass or gas-fed ass. Um, so, guys, uh... <laughs> Okay, this is exactly what you need from a Cramwell episode, though. Uh, Like, Muffins is all cute voices and lore, and Cramwell's is, like, like dead ends (laughs) and nonsense. (laughs) You're kind of like, oh, wait, I think there's something, but if you, like, unravel the thread, it just falls apart. (laughs) Okay, no, I'm, I'm... Um, well, it's a school uh, on a train. Oh, that's cool. Well, I mean, not entirely. Uh, I mean, that wouldn't make sense logistically. Um, oh, jeez. Okay. What's the emblem? You know, it's on a previous episode. I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I don't have my notes with me. I don't know. It's like an E inside an E or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think you went on like it a, was a, a five-minute improv thing. On it. I remember that. You <laughs> yeah. went on like a five-minute improv thing where you just kept adding it. It was impossible to remember. <laughs> oh, oh, could do that. Pump those brakes very hard. Yes, yeah, so we're to full stop. We can't pump the brakes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Slam poetry going to college. Me. Me slam. Me slam with this. Me slam with sport. Me slam. <laughs>